Okie dokie, artichokey. Happy Saturday morning. Happy weekend. Kind of a 50-50 Saturday with rain. Uh, and You know, cloudy skies, cool temperatures, not the greatest, but very much like fall, right? Well, I guess. I'm out, though. I'm already done. <laughs> <laughs> You're done with fall? <laughs> Let's fast forward to late spring, early oh. summer, please. You got a long wait, baby. I know. Oh, I know. All right. Yeah, but tomorrow sounds good. Lots of sunshine at a high yeah. 54. Now, of course, uh, the the weather wigglers are freaking out because the, we might have frost Monday morning. Right. So <laughs> those people are going nuts over frost. Um, and that's Monday morning. But Tuesday, uh, it's going up to 70. So. Yeah, no, that's something Love to that. look forward to. Yes, absolutely. All right, it's October 21st, 10 days away from Halloween, and Cam already went to a Halloween party. We weren't on last week, so uh, we right. get a, a good update on the big party that Renee threw. So mm-hmm. Cam went with our buddy Faye Simona, who used to be on our show, and mm-hmm. uh, you guys went as Barbie and Ken. <laughs> And I was Barbie, and Faye was Ken, and props to her. Oh my gosh, she she wore the wig and everything, and she was so funny, <laughs> and it was it was so much fun. We we always have a great time at Renee Vitale's parties, but yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was a rocking good time. The <laughs> pictures are on the on Cam's Facebook page. I'll post them on my page too because okay, uh, cool. You got you got to see Cam and Faye. Now, when you guys were together. You looked great. It was Ken and Barbie, and you had the the classic Barbie like summer dress on. Yeah, the pink checked. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they had the uh, the updated modern Ken wearing kind of um, light blue, you know, short sleeve shirt with shorts. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, and I, <laughs> I saw that uh, Faye posted when you guys were standing next to each other. It was great. Everybody, oh, Ken and Barbie. But anytime you split up at the party, no one knew who she was. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looked like Megan Rap- Rapinoe. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Without the she pink totally hair. totally did. Oh, glad she didn't know that. Um, <laughs> and there is a, she... <laughs> there's a little height disparity, too. It was the world's yeah. shortest Ken. Faye's uh, <laughs> about 5'1 in, in heels and... Uh, You've got to be what five five five, five six four yeah five four. But I had I had pink Barbie heels on too. So <laughs> I think next year we should go with Sunny and share. That would be great. <laughs> and she could be, be Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good sport about it, and I love that uh, people still have you know adult Halloween parties. Yeah, and, uh, people dress up. It's always a good time, and everybody's laughing, and you know, it was. It's always always so much fun every year. Now, did you guys do Halloween games like uh, bobbing for apples? No, but there were quite a bit of jello shots there. <laughs> ah, okay. Next best but thing. You, I've never had a jello shot, actually. I don't I don't know why. They just don't appeal to me. They go down pretty easily. <laughs> and I don't even they know. Come, like... They come back just as easily. <laughs> easy to overdo it on the jello shot. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, we've got a great show planned for you today. All kinds of things to talk about. There's a lot of Halloween style activities going on around our great state. We'll run that down for you. But uh, let's start at the beginning, like we always do. It's 10 after 8, and Dave Rieger, our producer and sports director on the great Michigan weekend. 
is here to run down this big sports weekend, Dave. Yeah, it is a big sports weekend, and if it'll make Cam feel better, you know, earlier this week, Noah came out with their um, predictions for the winter for across the country, and for our mm-hmm. part of the country, it's supposed to be above average temperatures. Oh. So I know you'll be happy about that. I'm happy <laughs> about that. Yet. I am with you. Winter uh, can just leave as far as I'm concerned. Uh, right. Not a fan. Not at all. That's but, great, Dave. Uh, we're going to start this morning in East Lansing where the backyard brawl is going to take place. Number two, Michigan. They're traveling to Michigan State to take on the Spartans. The Wolverines come in 7-0 and looking to continue their quest for a third straight Big Ten title and maybe a third straight college football playoff. While the Spartans will look to play spoiler, they come in at 2-4. and four. Michigan will look to keep their focus on the game as the NCAA earlier this week started an investigation into Michigan's program for allegedly sign-stealing. The team's football analyst, Connor Stallions, was suspended with pay by A.D. Ward-Manuel yesterday. I don't know if you guys heard about this story, but uh, the NCAA is now investigating Michigan for uh, sign-stealing, which isn't actually... So there's no law that says you can't sign-steal, but you cannot record... Like, you know, stuff at games. But what he was doing, apparently, was going uh, to other stadiums as a fan and going in and kind of scouting. And apparently that is against NCAA rules. Does anybody really think this has never happened before? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, 100%. Since the 1920s. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So uh, I don't know know what this is all about, but... uh, Apparently, Michigan hasn't received any formal uh, notification from the NCAA, except that the story broke by some uh, investigative reporters. So we'll see how that plays out. WJR's tailgate broadcast will start later today with Steve Courtney at 4.30. Michigan, a 24-and-a-half-point favorite. Jim, who you got? Well, yeah, as I mentioned before, and I I totally understand the enthusiasm, but uh, I really don't care about college football. I don't either. At all. It, uh, not having gone to college, I have no affinity toward either university. But uh, I th- I'll tell you what I think, just as a standby guy, uh, it would be great to me if Michigan State won this game because they have just had the worst, worst year, luck. the worst <laughs> five years, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they're such underdogs. For the for the good people that go there and the good people that teach there and all the parents who support their kids and the school, it would be a huge, a huge moral victory. Uh, but it's not likely. Well, you know what well, they say. Know, when it comes to the rivalries, they throw out the numbers. It's yeah, true. and remember that one year, a couple of years ago, when it was they were stunned and that guy was like that that guy made headlines who was like <laughs> had his <laughs> mouth gaping wide open when oh that was they, a trouble they, that was trouble with the snap yeah michigan fans mm-hmm. don't like to don't like to talk about that game yeah, yeah. i know 100 well that we'll is. move we'll, we'll move over to the nfl which we know jim does care about as tomorrow the lions they're going to be in baltimore to take on the ravens lions five and one they lead the nfc north while baltimore four and two they lead the afc north the lions will be without running back david montgomery and guard jonah jackson but they will get rookie jameer gibbs back and rookie defensive back brian branch Baltimore will provide a good test for the Lions, led by former league MVP Lamar Jackson. That game kicks off at 1 p.m. as that hype train keeps a rolling for the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Sure does. I'm I, still on. 
Uh, yeah, and it's so exciting to watch. It's funny, though, uh, what used to be and what traditionally has always been the worst news in the world, that's, you know, the, who, who's on the injured list. Boy, that sure hasn't uh, messed with the Lions that much. You know, this yeah. guy's out. Okay, put this guy in. You're right. The, he, the next yeah, man up mentality. Yeah, they've had a lot of people that nobody knew about step up into roles and play very well so far. Yeah. So give it up to uh, Brad Holmes. Give it up to Dan Campbell for everything they've done to get this team together. A couple of other quick sports stories before we finish. Moving over to the ice, Jim's Wings. They have started the season red hot, 3-1. and one. Yeah. They're going to be in Ottawa to face the Senators later this afternoon at 1 p.m. Ottawa is also 3-1. You may remember last year when the Red Wings were battling to get into the playoffs, they went to Ottawa for a back-to-back, and Ottawa just destroyed them. And after right. that, Steve Eiserman decided, all right, we're going to be traders at the at the trade deadline or sellers at the trade deadline and not buyers. And that was it. So um, there might be some revenge here uh, for this game this afternoon uh, for the Red Wings, who have started off very them. well. Boy, they are really coming out of the gate, skating fast and uh, playing smart. Yeah. It's, Looking good. It's fun to watch, yeah. Uh, Pistons, uh, Pistons, they played their final preseason game last night against the Mavs. They lost 114-104. They finished the, free, the preseason 2-2. Two and two. Detroit will open the season Wednesday in Miami against the Heat. And last in baseball, the Astros and Justin Verlander, they took a 3-2 to two series lead over the Rangers in the ALCS last night. While the Diamondbacks, they even the NLCS at two to two with a six to five comeback win over the Phillies. One question I'll leave you with, Jim. Justin Verlander, obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer. Does he go into the Hall of Fame wearing a Detroit Tigers hat or hmm. a Houston Astros hat? Something to wow. think about. I don't know. That's a great question, Dave. It's um, I don't know. It seems like a lot of his really big. Uh, national success kind of happened after he left us. You know, I mean, yeah. he did have a Cy Young. He had a couple of no hitters with the Tigers. He was in two World Series, but now he's got now he's got a couple of rings with the Astros, and I mm-hmm. think he might have another no hitter if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure, and uh, they might be going back to the World Series again this year. So yeah, it's pretty incredible. Uh, boy, you think about what would have happened if we'd have been able to hang on to him. I oh, know. <laughs> With uh, Verlander and Miggy and uh, a few other people, we could have. Uh, it could have been a different team. But uh, hey, it all works out, and uh, we're happy for him. He's another one of those transplants, uh, like Stafford. You know, yeah, we still root for, even though he's on an yeah. opposing team. <laughs> remarkable all right thank you dave a lot to talk about today on the program we're going to come right back at you with a very interesting discussion about tv shows what do you do and and how do you determine when a tv show that you like becomes cringeworthy <laughs> and difficult to watch that's happening with uh, one show in particular that just came out of the box flaming and now people are like "Ooh, it's getting kind of hard to watch that <laughs> We'll talk about that coming up when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on WJR. But I want to remind you first that you might not realize this, but tonight, this weekend, you can make a difference by ordering a little love, hope, and pizza from Hungry Howie's. Because even though you've ordered a Howie's for pizza before, this one time during the month of October is when you can make a huge difference because every pizza purchased during October, Hungry Howie's makes a donation to the National Breast Cancer Foundation. They've done this for years. 
In fact, they're well on their way to raising $5 million. So it's a really cool thing. You probably have seen the pink Howie's boxes that they do during October. In fact, uh, I remember a while back uh, talking to the Howie's folks saying they ran out of pink boxes because everybody's into this. So best pizza in town, great pizza for the weekend. If you're going to be watching games or having people over or you just don't feel like cooking or you want that sweet treat of a great hungry Howie's pie, order one today and you'll be helping out the Breast Cancer Foundation. You'll be ordering a little love, hope, and pizza from Hungry Howie's. Welcome back, everyone. 823 here on Saturday morning. We hope you're off to a good start. We expect a 50% chance of rain today, but tomorrow looks like uh, we'll see a lot of sunshine, which will be nice. And so many things going on this weekend. Uh, around this time of year, there's no end to the different kind of, uh, you know, fall festival things. Like in Macomb County, they're doing the Harvest Fest in Sterling Heights. It's Halloween Science at Cranbrook mm. in Bloomfield Hills. The Zoo Boo continues at our Detroit Zoo. And this one sounds fun. Cider in the City. If you're looking for something, a lot of fun for the whole family and there is no admission charge for Cider in the City. It's in Detroit at Beacon Park, which is on Grand River. Uh, lots of fun activities, including pumpkin picking, painting, fresh apples, donuts, and cider. Horse-drawn carriage rides, live music, a vendor market, and they're actually going to have the game on tomorrow if you decide to go on Sunday. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Dad can, can kind of peel off and watch the game while the kids enjoy cider in the city down at beacon park in detroit all right 824 we're uh talking this time around about uh tv shows that that we that we get into and then suddenly they become cringeworthy and cam has one particular show in mind yeah i'm so disappointed um as you know i was very excited about the golden bachelor coming yeah. out Yes. And and everybody was too. There was so much hype, you know, and they they these women, there were 22 of them I think to begin with. Well, it's halfway through now and I can barely stomach it. It's stomach it. <laughs> <laughs> it's um these women are like they're desperate. This poor Gary guy who's the bachelor is is almost cartoonish now. And Isn't he really? Yeah, uh, you know, he he kind of has a soft voice anyway. And He's been taking these, you know, these women on these, you know, like little side dates or whatever. And, right. you know, for whatever reason, they impress him and, you know, whatever they, um, but, but like he comes up with these ideas. One of the ladies who did the only one I like left, by the way, Sandra, um, it, it was her daughter's wedding day and she was at, with Jerry on this show. And they were like, why are you missing your daughter's wedding day? And so <laughs> On their little date, Jerry said, I have a surprise for you. And he brought her a phone and they FaceTimed the daughter. And she, and Sandra was like, oh, this man is so wonderful. He's so great. That's not his idea. It's the producer's idea. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you always have to remember that. that right. None of this right. is real. The, the term reality TV is not. <laughs> is such a misnomer because some I, reality TV, as we know it, is probably some of the most planned and written TV that's out there. Right, right. And another girl I, who I did not care for, who ended up getting the boot, 
um, April, they were having a pickleball tournament and she <laughs> fell on the court and Jerry, Gary comes rushing over to her and she puts her head on his shoulder and then she winks at the camera. Oh, so Ugh, kind of a setup, like, setup deal. Totally. So it's just gotten so cheesy. I just, I don't, I, I want to stick it through because there are, you know, there are only probably four episodes left, but all the girls I like are gone. And for the preview for next week, it's um, Jerry, or Gary, I keep saying Jerry because his na- name is spelled G-E-R-R-Y. Right. Um, I uh, It shows him crying and sobbing and saying, I haven't felt this bad since my wife died and I don't oh. know if I can finish this. And Oh, uh, I know what you're saying, though. I, I think in in this conversation, cringeworthy includes the uncomfortable feeling you have when you see someone else embarrassing themselves. Yes. Right? Yep. Uh, because it's funny. When this show started and we watched the first episode uh, based on Cam's recommendation, hey, it's on tonight. And we, so we turned it on. And uh, I said, before the show even started, I said to Lynn, well, you know what's going to be interesting? These women are going to be different than all the other Bachelor, Bachelorette shows because they're older. The average mm-hmm. age is like 65. Some, right. of them, some of them are 70 and above. So they're going to be more mature. They're going classy. to be more sensible, more classy. And my mm-hmm. wife said, oh, yeah, just watch. <laughs> and, of course, these babes are just <laughs> as crazy as, like, the girls on Jersey Shore. They're right. They'll, they'll yeah. do almost anything for for the attention of the Bachelor, and uh, that makes it, I think, cringeworthy because it's like watching your mom or your your grandma right. embarrass it, herself. I know. And these two ladies were going at it, and the one who um, I really did not like, she did get the boot, but it was like the the winners of the pickleball. Um, championship each got a kiss with Gary as the prize I'm like, is it a prize I know it's a contest I guess right. but it just sets us back to me to the 50s it's like she's a prize he's a prize to be won yeah like, yeah that's kind of the whole thing here is that you know he is the objective mm-hmm. here's this you know sweet guy in his early 70s his wife died a while back and they were together forever. They were soulmates. Mm-hmm. Uh, really sad story. They finally built their dream house, and then she got sick and died in like two months. It was mm-hmm. almost overnight. So it's, he's a really empathetic guy, and we like him. And his adult children are really sweet, and they're mm-hmm. very supportive of dad. You know, they just want dad to be happy. Don't worry about, you know, mom's memory. She would want you to do this. Uh, but then the rest of it is like these shows have like- always been where. It's like, yes. it's like, hey, do you want to see a cat fight with grannies? Right. right. And it, you know, every single show of the Bachelor franchise is the same way. There will always be, you know, drama. There will always be tears and fights and, and cattiness. And at, at some point, at least every con- contestant says, I got to go. This is, I can't take this anymore. This was a big mistake. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times they'll do interviews after the show concludes mm-hmm. and the, and you'll see, uh, so-and-so says it was the worst year of her life. Or <laughs> yes, they even, all if, say even that. if a person is a winner, they'll say, oh, it was terrible. Or right. they, they made me do this. And, and, you know, that's not my personality. And 
It's crazy, but we love watching that kind of I stuff. Know. So are you, are you bailing or are you? No, bailing? I'll watch it. I think there are only, <laughs> I think there are only four more. Okay. Maybe. So I, I still stick with my original uh, prediction that he'll marry the uh, radio show host. Okay. Well, yeah. we're always rooting for that person. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We're going to come right back. We uh, have lots to talk about, a lot of things going on around the state you'll want to know about for the big weekend and going into Halloween. And we're going to have a Halloween discussion. What's going on with Halloween? Is it getting too intense and scary for little kids? We'll ask the question and discuss next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Hey, thanks for spending time with us this morning on the Great Michigan Weekend. We want to take a moment here to acknowledge this week's Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week. We ask you every week to send us a little email, a story about somebody you know that you think deserves some appreciation, some love for doing, you know, random acts of kindness, a hero in your life that you know about. And we got a great letter from Marianne, who's a proud mom of Heather Marie, her daughter, is a teacher for students with special needs. Hmm, so that nice. right there, that's a hero for certain. She has the patience of a saint and her students are her kids. She gives her all for very little recognition. And it sometimes breaks my heart, but she's now pregnant with her first child, a baby girl. And we are thrilled. We're working full time and giving all to her students. She could use a pick me up right now. So Marianne, thanks for nominating your daughter, Heather Marie, she will be the winner. And so will you of a couple of large Hungry Howie's pizzas with two toppings. We'll send that out to you. Enjoy. And if you'd like to get in on the Hero of the Week, just write us and tell us a story at hero at wjr.com. That's hero at wjr.com. Well, Halloween right around the corner and all kinds of fall festivals going on. You got the Scarecrow Fest in Frankenmuth. The Apple Butter Festival in Lansing. Do you like apple butter? I do. Yum. Oh yes. Peanut butter yeah. and apple butter. <gasps> oh, that's mm. oh, that's so good. <laughs> Arts and Crafts Festival in New Buffalo, Michigan, and it's Jurassic World's live tour in Grand Rapids. And speaking of Halloween, I wonder how many kids will go out this year dressed as Detroit Lions. I know. I thought about that. Wouldn't that be cool? Little little kids dressed in uh, football and baseball <laughs> uniforms is always cute. Always cute. Always. Uh, I was wondering about this, though, driving through the neighborhood. And um, I always admire and I appreciate people who put a lot of time and energy into decorating their homes for Halloween. You see people. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, because all that stuff is so cheap and, and there's so much of it out there. If you go to the store, you shop online. You know, you can buy light up skeletons and different decorations for your home, big old statues. Some of those things that um, that have actually have an electric motor that blows them up. So you have like yeah. a 25 foot cat on your lawn. Yep. <laughs> I, I love all that. But I've noticed over the last couple of years that it's getting more and more intense. You know, uh -huh. a lot of like over the top scary stuff, like uh, giant statues of Satan and yeah, you know, dismembered bodies and somebody you know with a severed head or yeah, it, with the with a, yeah sickle and uh, you know the Grim Reaper and blood and yeah, yeah. I know and, and for the little kids it's not it's not cool no and and I put this up on Facebook and asked people if they agreed. 
And a, a surprising number of people hopped on and really uh, had a lot of thoughts about this, most of them suggesting that we were right, that it's getting too intense. It's borderline demonic, says Russell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gina and Susan agree. And and Craig pointed out that we love the classic Halloween decorations that we had when it was fun. You know, there was... There might yeah. be a, there might be a cutout that you'd put on the wall of a witch, but she'd be smiling. <laughs> yeah, or it'd be a silhouette. It wouldn't be yeah. like some grotesque, you know, mask with warts and and evil red eyes. <laughs> yes. yes, and fake blood everywhere. Yeah. Um, a lot of people agreed, and you know, other people said, uh, "Well, you know, it's not it's not uh, too intense, and it's kind of fun, and and people's." people's feelings have changed about all that. But uh, a lot of people said, Hey, we have a a child that um, is super sensitive Mm. or Mm -hmm. uh, a child with autism or something. I don't know what the right term is, but they have a sensory problem. They Mm -hmm. don't like, they don't like a lot of light stimulation or anything. Parents of kids with those issues said, we have to like drive down a different street. Right. Because, you know, I don't want my child worrying that there's a giant monster two doors down. Right. Oh, that's so sad. You know, and especially when, I don't know if people do this anymore, but they sit on their porch with a bowl of candy and they pretend they're a scarecrow or whatever. And the kids come up and they do the jump scare. And especially for someone who has special needs, that's awful. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, some people get into that where they pretend, yeah. they pretend to be a dummy, of, yeah, like a scarecrow, and then they yeah. pop up. I, I hope they don't do that anymore because, yeah, I mean, it would frighten any child, but but especially one that is very <laughs> sensory overloaded. You know? Yeah, that that would uh, put somebody over the top, and mm-hmm. and you know, um, parents are a lot more involved than they used to be. When we went out as kids, you would <laughs> you wouldn't come home for hours and nope. your parents didn't worry and you, nope. You would walk for miles to get that big haul of candy. Nowadays though, you see a lot more, especially with the little ones, where the parents are down on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Uh yep. usually if there's a dad involved, there might be a beer in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a, a, koozie, a wine koozie with uh with the moms yeah, <laughs> we've done right. that before yes wine <laughs> which probably makes it a lot of fun you go with a couple of neighbor friends and uh just make a party out of it and that's always sweet and then the kids will actually come up to the door and they're always really cute and mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. fun uh but and then you think about wow do i really want to scare the pants off these kids you know when they're right. four and five years old I was driving by a house. It was a, a very nice neighborhood, and it, it looked like it had a lot of kids because there were a lot of decorations. But there was this gigantic black cat that was blown up with evil red eyes, like devil eyes. Okay. And it was huge. And I'm like, oh, that's going to, you know, that's going to scare kids. Or I don't know. It just was a little inappropriate because I could tell there were younger kids in the neighborhood. Yeah. It, you have to think about it. I mean, mm-hmm. some people get so into it uh, that they get like fog machines and, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, um, there was a Bill Cosby comedy album back when comedy albums were a thing. Yeah, I had one. <laughs> yeah, it was Bill Cosby, and it was a hilarious album called Why Is There Air? And uh, <laughs> it was just so funny. And he had a lot of clips on there where he was like yelling. Mm-hmm. For some reason, there was a clip on the album 
where he he said, "Hey, you get out of here!" and he like yelled. And then there was a couple others. So I I taped those on my little tape recorder when I was a kid, and then I put a speaker in my bedroom window. <laughs> and then when kids would come up uh, and ring the doorbell, I would play the tape. And oh man! And you'd hear Bill Cosby yelling, "You get out of here!" or you know crazy things. Uh, and that was fun because yeah, you know, it was goofy and it's harmless. Was, yeah, yeah it's harmless. It, it was harmless. So uh, yeah, we all like to have fun with it, but boy, you know, I I would rather see a house decorated with with laughing little ghosties and you know uh, pumpkins and yeah, 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 like a smiling pumpkin as opposed to one that's uh, got fangs and yeah, and an exorcist <laughs> face. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some of it just uh, it's <laughs> over the top. Because if if that's your thing, if you really like getting into the fear factor, there's a million of those scary haunted houses. Have you ever gone to any of those, the adult ones? I don't like them. I don't like the jump. Yeah. You know, the ah, I did when I was when I was in high school. We loved them. Yeah. And we'd scream more on purpose and then laugh as soon as we left. But <laughs> not now. No thanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the idea of somebody jumping out with mm -hmm. a, with a chainsaw, even if right. it doesn't really have a chain on it, I, or chasing you. That's yeah, chasing. Because what do they do if they catch you? Like, uh, I don't want to be touched by a zombie thing. So. I think the people that get into that are, you know, they like uh, cosplay, and some of them yeah. are amateur thespians. Yeah, they want to be active. Mm -hmm. I think the rules for those those companies are pretty strict. Like you can chase somebody, but you can't touch them. You touch can't touch them. Yeah. You can't, if you catch up with them, you you should stop. You know, short of that. Right. I'm sure it happens all the time. I'm, yeah. I'm sure. In fact, <laughs> if you go online, I think you can see photos of uh, people freaking out at haunted houses. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and the. the the latest thing with the newscasters, the local newscasters, they've been going to the Erebus, doing the tours, and, ah, and it's like, all right, I'm, all right, <laughs> you, you do it every year, so right. I I'm saw not that. sure how this is different. <laughs> yeah, that seemed a little fakey. You yes. Know, they kind of, kind of knew what was going on, but uh, yeah. yeah, maybe uh, bring Halloween back to the kids. Yeah, tone Keep it down. Sense. Tone it, there you go, that's all you need to say about it, 844. It's the Great Michigan Weekend here on Newstalk 760 WJR. We're going to come right back. We've got some trivia for you and a chance for you to win tickets. These are great. The Grinch musical, the new Grinch Who Stole Christmas musical. And also we'll talk about what's going on in Hollywood, our little red carpet report in just a moment here on uh, the Great Michigan Weekend when we continue on WJR. But I want to remind you about uh, that great pizza from Hungry Howie's that's available for you to help make a difference with breast cancer. They're doing a fundraiser. They do this every year and they donate a huge portion of their proceeds to the Breast Cancer Foundation, the National Breast Cancer Foundation. So you'll see the pink Hungry Howie's boxes and uh, it's the same delicious pizza, all your favorite flavored crusts. And it's a really good deal and a great way for you to help out. And maybe uh, a teaching moment. We were talking about kids. You know, you get a big old pizza and you, uh, you bring a couple of those pies in for dinner tonight and you explain to the kids, you see how this box is pink? Well, Hungry Howie's is helping out Breast Cancer Foundation. And here's how that works. And here's what that means. And 
you remember so-and-so was sick and uh, this is how this helps. It's a cool thing. And we all love Howie's pizzas. So check it out. Order one tonight. If Saturday is your cheat day, like it is for us, it's perfect. Oh, we look forward to it all week long. A delicious hungry Howie's pizza. And you'll be ordering a little love, hope, and pizza from Hungry Howie's. Welcome back, everybody, to the Great Michigan Weekend. That music makes it sound like uh, it's an episode of Beach Blanket Bingo. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So many fun things happening this weekend. The Ruth E. Carter Afrofuturism in Costume Design is going on at the Charles H. Wright Museum. It's an exhibition that features over 60 of the two-time Academy Award-winning costume designer Originals from movies like Black Panther, uh, Malcolm X, Do the Right Thing. Tickets are available online for that. And then you got trick-or-treat trains at the Michigan Transit Museum. And it's Halloween at Greenfield Village in Dearborn, which uh, I'm sure would be a great thing to check out. Mm -hmm. All right, let's talk about showbiz and the red carpet. If you want to know what's going on with Brittany... You can always ask Cam because uh, Cam catches this every week. It's just you talk about cringeworthy. Yikes! Oh my gosh, it's it's like there's no end. So first, you know, we we keep hearing we keep hearing um, snippets of her new book that's coming out. I think it's uh, next week, maybe right. the woman in me or whatever. So you know, she's got this air very airbrushed you know, a sideways picture of her on the cover. Anyway, it's just bombshell after bombshell after bombshell. And she's saying things that you know no one's ever heard before. So it's like, oh, wow, I want to get the scoop on this. But she's um she's kind of bashing our pal Justin Timberlake. Yes. Who, you know, he's had a he's had a couple scrapes in his career, but nothing terrible. But, you know, she is claiming she was pregnant by him and he convinced her to not have the child. I mean, that's kind of explosive, <laughs> you know? It is, and it's kind of something that, boy, I'm, honestly, I wish I didn't hear that. Exactly. You yeah. Know, it's private. It, whatever you decide, it's up to you guys. But uh, to bring that up, what, 20 years later or 15 right. years later? You know, and she she goes on and on about how... Um, the way the way she shaved her head what drove her to sh- shave her head that that time and yeah. why she's given up her i know she's just a nut job and i know that book is going to sell out i know it's going to yeah, be well. on the bestsellers list i i just can't stand her anyway so i would never buy it or even get it from the library but um yeah she's just going nuts and then she also had another one of those knife dancing videos the videos with oh, the yeah. knives that's right. Different. It's a different one. She was wearing the same outfit, but another one. And this time, she kind of like pretended like she was going to slit her throat. Oh, she is so odd. It's <laughs> uh, it is it is cringeworthy, I think. And uh, but it's it's like watching a car accident in it's, slow motion. I know, and it's no, like it's not going to end well. It's not. I mean, it never has before for her when she's gone to the hospital come out says she's better gets freaked out again um yeah so i guess uh i don't know i guess sam her you know ex of a year is dating again so good for him and he wants nothing to do with her but 
the book, I mean, is just one thing after another saying she dated this, she dated Colin Farrell and I think he abused her or something. Oh. It's like, come on. I, yeah. I There's a time and a place, but you know, to promote your book, I don't think it, I, I was not thrilled with the Justin Timberlake stuff. Well, I always find it cringeworthy when we hear uh, from people in showbiz about something that happened a million years ago. Right. Um, or somebody who was on a show or in a movie 30, 40 years ago, and they come out with this bombshell declaration of something terrible that happened. And and it's always somebody who is not really in the public eye anymore. Right. So like, hey, remember me? Uh, mm -hmm. Here's something that'll make you pay attention to me, and I'll have uh, a little bit of uh, spotlight on me for a couple of weeks while we discuss mm -hmm. the fact that this happened. Yep. And it's usually around promoting a book. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. And it's almost like the, the dirtier the secret, the better, you know, the, the more promotion it gets. Well, that's the bad thing about it. And you know, this is true in Brittany's case. You got people around her that uh, might act in, in her presence, like they care about her and they're trying to mm -hmm. look out for her, but everybody's trying to make money and oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's kind of sad. All right, let's, let's do a little trivia here and give you a chance to win. We have tickets up for grabs for Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the musical at the Fox, November 8th through the 12th. Give us a call if you know the answer to our trivia question. Uh, these tickets are valued at 90 bucks, and we'll have more chances to win next week with uh, Chris Renwick on JR Afternoon. And you can always get our details on contests at WJR.com. And you can buy tickets at 313presents.com. A little Halloween kind of trivia for you. Before jack-o'-lanterns were carved as pumpkins, what other root vegetable was used as a decoration? Before we started using pumpkins as jack-o'-lanterns, people actually used another root vegetable. What was it? Give us a call if you want to take a guess at 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. First person with the right answer will win the tickets for Dr. Seuss at the Fox. And we'll be back next hour. We have more on the Red Carpet Report coming up for you and uh, some other fun things to talk about. So stick with us. We'll catch you up on news, traffic, and weather next on WJR, where Michigan comes to talk. Welcome back, everybody. Hour two of the Great Michigan Weekend. So many things going on around the state for you to enjoy this weekend. And the weather, well, today, 50-50 chance of rain. Tomorrow looks perfect. Lots of sunshine out there for the Monsters Ball in Detroit at Russell's Event Center. The Frightful 5K and 1K <laughs> Kids Fun Run is tomorrow in Troy, and they'll have nice weather for that. Uh, the Animatronic Adventures at Lakeside Mall in Sterling Heights. It's Rocktober at the Majestic <laughs> in Detroit. And the Dance Theater of Harlem is coming to the Detroit Opera Theater. So, so many things to check out. And uh, this is a busy time of year for, for that kind of thing, especially the cider mills and all the... Mm -hmm. The fall yeah. festivals. Do you go to any of those? Do you? Uh, I, I know you did it. Did it a lot when you were on TV. Yes, and uh, that was enough for me. <laughs> no, I do like them. I love the cider mill. 
I do love to participate in a little Oktoberfest uh, once in a while with the uh, beer steins and stuff. But, oh, yeah. Um, haven't heard much about those this year. Yeah, the classic German themed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> where you, uh, people are wearing the Lederhosen. Right. And and the, uh, doing the that, dance, that dance where you slap yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. That okay. Is. Seven after nine. And of course, it's a very, very big weekend for sports. Dave Rieger is here to give us a rundown on what's going on. We're going to start. Uh, this morning with the Backyard Brawl is number two Michigan. They will travel to East Lansing to take on rival Michigan State. The Wolverines come into this game 7-0, and looking to continue their quest for a third straight Big Ten title and possibly another uh, CFP, potentially. While the Spartans, they're going to look to play spoiler. They come in 2-4. and four. Michigan will look to keep their focus on this game as the NCAA earlier this week started an investigation into Michigan's program for allegedly sign-stealing. The team's football analyst, Connor Stallions, was suspended with pay by A.D. Ward-Manuel yesterday. And by sign-stealing, what Michigan was allegedly doing was sending this guy to uh, other stadiums for future teams they're going to be playing, and they were scouting. Um, I think this has been going on for as long as sports has been going on, so I'm not quite sure what this is all about, but Michigan apparently has not been actually served with anything from the NCAA. It was just a story that was broken by some investigative reporters. So we'll see how this goes moving forward. WJR's tailgate broadcast will start later today with Steve Courtney at 4.30. Michigan, a 24.5-point 20, a favorite in this one. Heading to the NFL tomorrow, the Lions, they're going to be in Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Lions, they're five and one. They lead the NFC North, while Baltimore four and two. They lead the AFC North. The Lions will be without running back David Montgomery and guard Jonah Jackson, but they will get rookie running back Jameer Gibbs back, and also rookie defensive back Brian Branch. Baltimore will provide a good test for the Lions, led by former league MVP quarterback Lamar Jackson. That game kicks off at one p.m. as this Lions hype train keeps rolling here in the Motor City. Moving over to the ice, the Wings, they have started the season red-hot gym, 3-1. and one. They're going to be in Ottawa later today to face the Senators, also at 3-1. and one. You may remember last year the Wings had a back-to-back uh, games with the Senators right before the trade deadline, and they kind of got uh, destroyed in those two games. And that kind of forced GM Steve Eiserman to be a seller instead of a buyer at the trade deadline. So I think some revenge might be in order for the winged wheelers this afternoon. Pistons, they played their final preseason game last night against the Mavericks, and they lost 114-104. to The Pistons finish off the preseason 2-2. Two and two. They will start their home opener. They will start their opener of the season, I should say, Wednesday in Miami against the Heat. And last night in baseball, Justin Verlander and the Houston Astros took a 3-2 series lead over the Rangers in the ALCS. While the Diamondbacks, they even the N, the NLCS at two to two with a six five comeback win over the Phillies. And the question that I had for Jim last hour, I don't know if you've had time to think about it. Justin Verlander, first ballot Hall of Famer, is he going into the Hall with a Tigers hat or a Houston Astros hat? Now, actually, the Hall of Fame does make the decision on what hat you wear, but they always talk to the player. And you can go in with a hat, or you can go in if you played like Fred McGriff. He played for so many teams. 
he went in with a blank hat. Hmm. So you could technically go in with a blank hat, but most of the people, uh, you know, while the while the Hall of Fame does choose, they do talk to the the player. What do you think? I don't know if if uh, you were Justin Verlander, would you want to wear a tiger hat after? I mean, God, you know that. I mean, you know he, you know that's where he started his career, and that's where I mean he had a lot of great memories. Two World got, Series, Cy Young, no hitters. Traded away when you know, he was really starting to come on strong, and then after he left, he was uh, <laughs> he became huge. Yeah. Um, but we don't know. I mean, we don't let's know. face it. He was good. He was good at the beginning. I mean, he was good from the start. He just was. He's just a good player. So it'll be interesting. He's just. He seems to have, you know, had more as far as team success. Uh, although he has had some individual honors too. But um, he's, you know, he's got a couple rings uh, with the Astros, and they they're one game away from going back to the World Series. And the Houston Astros. Let's talk about them for a second. Seven straight. ALCSs, seven years in a row they've gone to the American League Championship Series? Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's pretty remarkable. It's really unbelievable how good the uh, the Houston Astros have become. So we'll see. It's all very interesting. And I think the, uh, I think the Pistons, um, I think they're going to have a good year too. And I, you know, you and I were talking um, off the air uh, earlier this week when we had our meeting, and you were saying that you had heard – an interview with, I think, the Pistons general manager with Chris Renwick, and he was saying that the other teams in Detroit are trying to model their uh, the way that they get their teams hyped up after the Lions. Yeah, I don't know if he said they were modeling, but they were definitely vibing off yeah, of vibing. the Lions' That's the word success. You yeah, yeah, and uh, in particular, what you know, the way the Lions have been thinking and the way they've been playing so smart. And I think more than anything, the way um, the Lions coach has inspired the team to really work together. Something yeah. that we, we've seen that happen in all sports. When the Wings were were that way as an organization, when the Pistons were that way, when they were the bad boys, when they felt like they were all brothers, you know, on a mission, they were unbeatable. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, in other, and the blue in, and the blue wave, by the way is traveling very well to opposing stadiums for the Lions. Too. <laughs> that is. Cam, are you going to the game tomorrow? Are you flying to Baltimore tonight? Are you going to the game tomorrow? No. Okay. I wish. You know, every week it's the same thing. I wish. I wish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, boy, that would be fun because we have seen that on the nationally televised yeah. game. There's a the, lot of blue. A lot of blue everywhere. There. In other sports news, uh, the, the uh, sports movie People will be flying the flag at half mast for actor Burt Young. Oh yeah, you might might not know him by name, but you remember Polly in the Rocky movies. Oh yeah, yep. Polly passed away this week at the age of eighty three. Burt Young, who was a character actor in a lot of movies, not just uh, of course the Rocky series, but uh, Stallone. Uh, went on Twitter and said to my dear friend Bert Young, "You were an incredible man and artist. I and the world will miss you." He also was in Chinatown, and uh, he was in The Sopranos. And I loved him in Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Yes, he played as he was. He was the the uh, his limo driver, right? His limo and uh, bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> here's what. Here's unfortunately what 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 people remember Paulie for is Paulie was the reason that. Uh, Rocky had to be had to go back to live in his old house in Rocky Five, the right. worst the worst of the Rocky franchise movies, 
because he signed while Rocky was in Russia beating Drago, he signed over all the stuff to this crooked uh, lawyer. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Uncle Polly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, still a beloved uh, character in those in those movies, yeah. and and uh, uh, seemed like a, a good guy. So he will be missed. It's nine fifteen. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back at you with uh, more things to talk about today on the Great Michigan Weekend. A lot of things going on around the state for you to take part in. Also, we're going to be talking about a crazy new thing that's happening with Taylor Swift. Uh, Cam's been following this one and we have some more red carpet stuff for you. For example, the big TV reunion is being discussed. We'll tell you what that's all about when we come back here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everyone. You can enjoy the all-star comedy festival at the Fox this weekend. Company is the performance at the Fisher Theater and a chorus line at the Berman Center out in West Bloomfield, just to name a few. And speaking of showbiz, uh, Cam turned us on to a show. My wife has, has become a fan of this like Cam has. My wife has watched the series The Bear probably, mm-hmm. probably four times all the way through. I've watched it three times all yeah. the way through. <laughs> loves it. Well, you guys will be happy and other fans will be happy to hear the bear might be a Christmas movie. What? Yeah. The people at Lifetime say they are working on an original made for TV rom-com called Yes, Chef Christmas. Because <laughs> Uh, if you watch that show, it's about chefs and uh, the kitchen, you know, commercial kitchen business. And uh, the way they address each other is w- with the term chef. No matter if you work in the kitchen, you're a chef. So, hey, uh, do we have any more pork chops? Yes, chef. Uh, yes. No, thank chef. you, chef. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you, chef. Uh, it's um, one of 12 movies that will air this year in It's a Wonderful Lifetime Holiday Lineup. So uh, they're going to have Tia Mari as a culinary instructor and uh, a whole Kringle cook-off. And <laughs> yes, Chef Christmas will be Sunday, December 10th. All right. So I like that idea. You'll be watching that. Uh, we were talking about a reunion. Uh, here, And also Cam brought up last hour, um, what do you do when a show becomes cringeworthy? I think this might be cringeworthy. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld started rumors uh, over the last week that there might be a Seinfeld reunion. I was the biggest Seinfeld fan for years, and then we watched the reruns probably for another 10 years. But honestly, if if I'm thumbing through the channels looking for something just to have on i will skip seinfeld it's like watching it now it's almost cringeworthy yes it is i actually was one of the very few people on this earth who did not find that show funny the no? first time <laughs> no i don't know what it was it just didn't didn't sit with me so uh the chances of me watching a reunion are nil <laughs> okay <laughs> well, it was huge, but I think it's just been around so much. And it's been on TV almost every hour yes. for the last, you know, 30 years. Uh, but Seinfeld told an audience at one of his stand-ups that uh, something's going to happen that hasn't happened yet. 
and uh, he was kind of vague about it, but people said it was talk about a reunion and that he's been discussing it with Larry David. And uh, the funny part is they asked Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who played Elaine, mm -hmm. about this, and she said, I don't know what he's even talking about. So, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that reunion is going to happen. Um, but I don't know. If they come back and try to do one of those, this was always cringeworthy. When a sitcom goes away and then comes back, and now it's set in real time. So if Seinfeld mm -hmm. returns in 2023 with them all living in New York again and Kramer lives across the hall, and yeah, it, it'll be awful, I think. Right. You know, right. Everybody's older and, you know. It's like the Will and Grace reboot, which yeah. did not succeed. I was so disappointed. Yeah. And speaking of that, are you watching Frasier, the new Frasier? No, I never really liked him. I thought he was funny, but not for his own show. And then he had some weird issues in real life. And I try to separate them from stars I like, but I, I, yeah, I don't like, <laughs> he gives me the creeps. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the commercials for the new Frasier. And that is one of those examples of it. It's come back in its same form, original form. He's still Dr. Frasier Crane still lives in Seattle. His kid, Freddie, is now like 35. It's, um, I don't know. We, we haven't been uh, interested in checking that out. And then, of course, me. Uh, everything always ends up about Taylor Swift. Yes. <laughs> so we were talking about how much, even if you don't like her or you're not a huge Swifty, a lot of people are, uh, you, you cannot argue with the, her success and how brilliant her management team and she are with making money. So instead of going on a 50 city tour this year again, yeah, just, just take all the video footage you have from the last couple of years, have pay somebody to edit it and then release it as a concert movie in theaters. Yeah. And it's selling out. It's it's actually the top grossing concert film now of all time. In the few <laughs> short weeks, it's been out there. But now there's trouble, right? Yeah, there's trouble. Uh, the people who are going are, some people are hoping to have a concert experience aside from going to an arena, watching or getting the same kind of, you know, the same exact concert that she was putting on. But people in these theaters are complaining that other patrons who are there are dancing and yelling and clapping along and taking pictures and running up and down the aisles, standing on the seats, and these people can't hear or see what they came to see. I totally get that because if you want the concert experience, that's about, you know, maybe three quarters of the audience that's going there. Sure. But. For you who, you know, would just want to see the regular movie, I think you're out of luck. And the theater managers are are outraged. I mean, I'm sure they're getting paid a lot of money to run the movie. Right. But they're, they're, these Swifties are wrecking the theaters. <laughs> <laughs> setting setting chairs on fire. Yeah. Uh, throwing yeah. jujubes around. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not a big concert person. I would be I I would be freaked out if I went to that, which is the reason I won't because I don't even like people eating behind me, crinkling their 
popcorn bags okay. <laughs> and they certainly don't want to stand up the oh, entire movie yeah well so if you're if you're an old boomer like me you remember when the beatles released hard day's night and help as mm-hmm. movies it, especially hard day's night it was a scream fest yes the minute <laughs> the minute the lights went went off <laughs> you could not hear the movie you could not really right. uh enjoy any of the subtleties and that wasn't all concert that was you know some right. some action in between some staged uh comedy in between but that's what happens so a lot of people are going because they they haven't gone to or they've gone to every concert uh they want the experience one more and it's the next best thing so they're right. li- they're lining up outside. They're doing the, all the stuff they do at the concerts where With the bracelets and <laughs> yeah, friendship bracelets. Now, here's a question. Uh, Lynn and I talked about this this week, and maybe you could answer it. Um, the Swifty thing, it isn't just teenage girls. Right. There, there oh, are a lot yeah. of women who are like 30 and 40 who mm-hmm. are Swifties. I was at the grocery store the other day, and there was a, a, a woman there who looked like, you know, a mom in her mid to late thirties mm-hmm. and she was shopping for the family and she was alone and she was wearing, you know, jeans and a white sweatshirt. And the sweatshirt was a Taylor Swift sweatshirt with concert dates on the back and, pictures, <laughs> you know, so obviously what is the appeal to a, a woman who's in her thirties and forties? Well, you know, Taylor is 30, I believe. Um, and I think it's just the music because we appreciate the fact that she can play the piano, she can play the guitar, she writes her own songs, she sings really well, and she happens to be very philanthropic. I don't know. Other than that, I don't, I'm not a true Swifty, but I love almost every song she puts out there. And when she has new music, I can't really explain it, but it, and the, half those women at those concerts were not taking their daughters. They were going for themselves. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought maybe it was, you know, how, uh, and we've seen this with uh, throughout history, like the boy bands. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the mom who wants to be looked at, looked upon by her daughter is, is hip and young yeah, cool. and cool yeah. with her, you know, with her daughter's friends is into the band and she drives them to the show and she's with them and she has a ticket. I thought it might be like that, but it, I think it goes deeper than that. It's like, oh, yeah. they, they appreciate her as an artist as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think so. And then, you know, to go to a concert, it's not going to be one of those wild rock concerts. It'll be wild, but it's not like, you know, going to see uh, Aerosmith or Led Zeppelin you know, <laughs> our age, but it, I think it's refreshing. I may uh, be way off base, but. Now, I'm not asking you to answer based on experience, but just guessing. Uh, you mentioned like the Stones or uh, Aerosmith or uh, Led Zeppelin concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know now if you're if you're over 40, if you go to some of these old rock shows, uh, you can't help but uh, take in the aroma of herbal refreshments at a concert because it's <laughs> no legal there you go it's legal and a lot of the geezers are using it for medicinal reasons do you think that would be the same at taylor swift i think yes i think it's everywhere and and whether it's the young girls 18 and up of course but a lot of moms a lot of yeah medical people wow. the, you know i think so i bet you yeah, I bet there was a lot of 
aroma. Okay. All right. Some good stuff there. It's 932. We've got trivia still to come this hour. Coming up next, uh, this is going to be interesting, Uh, especially for Cam. What women say they wear, do, and say on a first date to ensure that they have a second. Ooh, good stuff. Getting my pen and pencil and paper ready. (laughs) All right. That comes up next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Lots to do in Michigan this weekend. You got the Carol King songbook called Tapestry at Andiamo. (gasps) Oh, I would love that. You're a Carol King fan? Oh, back then, yeah. Oh, had that album, played it until it, the grooves wore out. You know, Lynn said the same thing, man. When she was mm. in college, she said she wore that album out. I mm-hmm. think it was a big thing with, with um, young ladies. Mm-hmm. She was uh, so creative, so many hit songs. We interviewed her once a while back, and she was just great. Just a, Oh, good to hear. A, a lovely person. Uh, let's see. Sammy Hagar, the Red Rockers in Battle Creek. Uh, Cam's heading up to Flint. Genuine. Is performing <laughs> genuine and uh pete davidson is in kalamazoo all right uh for you ladies who are single all the single ladies all uh, the single ladies here's some advice for you from a website called yourtango.com the smart things that women say do and wear on a first date to make sure that they get a second date i'm all ears these are good i like these number one they enjoy their dates company Instead, mm-hmm. instead of sitting there and analyzing, is this guy date worthy? Uh, you know, are we compatible? All those things. Just enjoy yourself. Right. Just have a good time. Right. Don't be thinking forward like, yeah. oh, what about next week? What about yeah. our wedding day? <laughs> <laughs> Number two, they prepare fun conversation topics. I don't know if you want to go that far where you have a three by five card, you know. <laughs> What do you think about what's going on in the Middle East? You know, yeah. But, you know, you you might want to think of some interesting things like what we talk about. You know, hey, Mm -hmm. you hear about this? Uh, Like Kevin Costner, you know, he's doing a movie now. He's out of Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. And he's doing a movie that's out next summer. It's a two-part movie. What? It's going to be, yeah. First of it's going to be in June and the second in mid-August. Uh, called an American saga, you know, things like that. Yeah. That's, that's good conversation. Uh, this is a simple one, easy one to do. They're on time. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Don't want to be late. Wear no. something fabulous. Now, this uh, website, yourtango.com, says when you wear a fabulous outfit, you make a better impression, of course. Your clothing impacts your mood. You, mm-hmm. you know, it makes you, if you, if you like what you're wearing, you feel good. Um, social research says that color matters. Researchers conducted a study and they found that most men and women wear black on a first date. (laughs) For sure. And I think it's because we all think it's a cool and B it's slimming. Mm -hmm. But these experts say if, if, uh, if you think about it, wear something that, you know, you look good and something that you get compliments on. And it's probably not black. It's something colorful. You know, yeah, point well taken. They show up with a clear mind. So that means if if you had a rough week at work or you've got problems with your kids, uh, get that out of your head. Mm -hmm. 
They don't treat their date like a therapist. We know that. Right. Yeah, that's a bad move when somebody just yes. unloads, unloads right. their, whole, their whole life history. Right. Uh, they're aware of body language. You know, uh, stand and sit straight. Don't cross your arms in front of your body because that sends a signal, subconscious signal, that you are closed off. You know? Really? Yeah. Because some. Oh, like this? Okay, yeah. so or, or sometimes I do that, though. Sometimes if there's a long or a wide booth, like a table, I kind of casually cross my arms and lean in so I can listen to what they're saying. And I, I would hope it would make me seem interested. Yes, in what I think saying. it would. I think okay. it would. Uh, they put their phones away. <laughs> I never do that. I, I hide it, but I don't put it away. <laughs> uh, they look for commonalities. So, you know. Something that maybe you guys can bond on, whether it's, mm -hmm. you know, you both love the Lions or you both love Taylor Swift, whatever it is. Uh, number 10, they lightly touch if interested. Mm -hmm. If you feel you're with a great person and you want to be kind of flirty, touch their forearm or their mm -hmm. shoulder. Mm -hmm. Because when you do that, you're breaking the private space barrier that we all have. Uh, yeah. And they say the touch at the start of dating often has an electrifying jolt to it. Hmm. And I'll tell you something, and women have been doing this move forever, and uh, it works on guys every time. A light touch on a guy's forearm, mm -hmm. man, that, that will make him yours instantly. Really? Okay. Yeah. It just really it, it makes a guy feel great. Uh, leave him wanting something more, you know, thank him for the date. Uh, you don't have to say, so what are you doing tomorrow? You know, you don't want to. Right. Do <laughs> when am I going to see you again? Yeah. <laughs> Never. But, but you could wrap it up and say something like, Hey, you know, I just want to say, thanks. You picked a great place to meet. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, okay. easy to, you're easy to talk to. I could talk to you all night. <laughs> That's good. Uh, thanks so much. I had a really good time with you. Basically saying, uh, you know, thanks for thanks for meeting me, and and I had a good time. You want to make it obvious. You don't want to make them guessing. You don't want to right that whole thing about oh, you know, you got to play the game. You got to act yeah. aloof, or you got to act. Couldn't hard. get a good read. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You you really, if you did have a good time, I mean, you shouldn't mm -hmm. lie to people, but or lead people on. That that's always terrible. But if you did have a good time and and you want to see that again, you know, be upfront about it. Yeah. Not, you know, not. Say, hey, I, I really enjoyed this. Hope you did too. Yep. Hey, gang, if you are uh, getting people together this weekend to watch the game, why not order some Hungry Howie's as the meal or the appetizer or the pizza you have before you have pizza, uh, <laughs> which is what I do. Hungry Howie's is doing a cool thing where all during the month of October, they're making donations to the National Breast Cancer Foundation. So when you order your pizza, you're actually making a difference. A little love, hope, and pizza you know you love the pie. It's great for an entertainment uh, feature. The kids love it. And, of course, uh, if you do what I do, which is always order two, you have, usually have some left over for a midnight snack or uh, breakfast in the morning. 
Howie's <laughs> Pizza for breakfast. I love it. But the idea that they've been doing this for a long time. Hungry Howie's donating to the National Breast Cancer Foundation. They are well on their way with your help of raising $5 million for the National Breast Cancer Foundation. So this weekend, order some Hungry Howie's, and you will be ordering a little love, hope, and pizza. It's a good thing. All right, 949, uh, a couple of other things going on around uh, the state this weekend. The 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee is in Dexter. Are you a good speller? I am. Actually, I pride myself on being a good speller. Really? Not so good with punctuation, but spelling, yes. Were you ever in a spelling bee? Oh, when I was maybe in second grade, got knocked out in the first round, but I've improved since then. (laughs) All right. The Michigan Bridal and Wedding Expo is going on in Pontiac. And at the Connection Church in Canton, it's the My Jesus Tour with Ann Wilson. So something cool going on at the Connection Church in Canton. And no, it's not Ann Wilson from Heart. Oh, okay. It's a different different Ann Wilson. (laughs) All right. uh, We are excited to, uh, we're going to watch Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning tonight. Oh, okay. Okay. Because that is now streaming on the Apple TV. Uh, We have been rewatching Narcos on netflix did you ever get into narcos oh oh it's good it's good it's all about the uh, cartels Mm -hmm. starting with pablo escobar back in the 80s yeah oh it's so well done we finished up i told you we watched the gold on netflix about Mm -hmm. the true story of the biggest gold heist in british history um, the word is out that the crown's sixth and final season of the crown on Netflix is coming out. Uh, Netflix part one begins November 16th and then they're going to be part two, December 14th. So is it only like one, part one meaning one show? I don't know that hmm. it might be like four, four episodes. Two episodes? Those, okay, good. Those good. Mini, mini deals. Uh, we talked about the Taylor Swift eras tour at the theaters mm-hmm. <laughs> uh martin scorsese's killers of the flower moon is getting a lot of buzz okay have you seen that or heard about no. it no okay and uh if you're up for it the exorcist <laughs> the new one called believer Ugh. is out it, it does look scary and i have yes. no desires yeah and for the kids paw patrol the mighty movie yeah. <laughs> What are you watching these days besides uh, The Golden Bachelor? <laughs> the Golden Bachelor. I just finished um, Love is Blind 5. I don't know why I keep getting sucked into these stories. They all end the same. <laughs> they get to the altar and they either say no or they say yes and then they're divorced a month later. Really? It's, yeah, it's so, they, so dumb. They don't work out. No. <laughs> but I also did see uh, the uh, new Tanya Tucker documentary yeah tell us about that i really liked it i loved her when i was a kid i had every single cassette tape uh eight track tape she had and i always loved her husky voice and you know obviously she's she's rough now i mean she's had a rough life came from nothing became the superstar at like age 12 when she sang delta dawn that's right that's right so now it kind of picks up from you know, her adulthood and she, you know, her voice, she smokes and she drinks, but she still has that. She still has a voice that's appealing enough to sing. 
and she's kind of had a comeback and I, I really liked it. It's one of the best documentaries I've seen in a long time. I think we're going to watch that based on your uh, recommendation. Cause you, you don't hate it. Cause I've given you some bum no, steers. <laughs> no, no, you haven't. We've liked almost everything that you've recommended. Uh, I I'm not a fan of the bear, but Lynn loves it. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, Tanya Tucker, it's nice that she is getting some love now because she's now in that category of uh, country stars still alive who yep. might be considered classics. Yes, I. Oh, you know, she, uh, I love the whole, her. whole outlaw thing. You know, we've mm-hmm. watched so many of those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow Willie has survived, but uh, right, he'll be 150. <laughs> right. I, mean, I mean, she looks rough. You know, she's got pink hair, and yeah, she looks rough. But I, it's she's. I don't know. There's something lovable about her, and okay. and just because she was part of my childhood. We will be looking for the Tanya Tucker thing. That sounds like a good one. All right, let's do some trivia here. Give you a chance to win tickets for Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Musical. Prize valued at 90 bucks. This is at the Fox, November 8th through the 12th. And uh, these tickets are $90 in value. And you can purchase them at 313presents.com and Ticketmaster. Our rules are at wjr.com. Here's your question this hour. Uh, it's kind of a Halloween thing. What group of immigrants actually brought the Halloween tradition to the United States? What hmm. group of immigrants brought the Halloween tradition to the United States? If you think you know, give us a call at one 800 859 wjr That's 1-800-859-0957. And good luck to you. So, uh, Anything on on your uh, calendar for this weekend? Anything? Well, you you know I'm not a big uh, college football fan, but I am going to go to a friend's to watch the MSU U of M, you know, match off. Is that what they call it? No. Yeah, I don't know. But um, yes, and then of course watching the Lions on Sunday, so it's going to be sports weekend. Is uh, is tomorrow's a one o'clock game, right, for the Lions? Tomorrow, yes, yes. Tonight, I think the MSU uh, U of M game is at seven thirty. That's going to be bad, bad timing, I think, I know. for uh, people at house parties. Mm-hmm. It, I know. It, I agree. It's not, it's not late night, and it, it's not right. a one o'clock start. So, right. people, if they're if it, you know what, it all hinges on when does the party officially start. Correct. Do, so, you, do you have a time when it's dinner? Starts? Yeah, dinner time, like like six. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, and good. then you know snacks and probably hungry Howie's pizza, and then. Watch the game and okay, because I was going to say if it started at like two or three. Oh no, man! <laughs> people are going to be out, right? <laughs> out of commission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, have a good time at that. Thanks. That's, what that's about you guys? Fun. Now, when you go to a party and there, it's a football game party. Mm-hmm. Are you in the room where people are quiet and are watching the game, or are you in the other room where the game is on and people are drinking and talking and laughing? For college, I'll be in the room where people are drinking and talking. Okay. <laughs> but for uh, for the Lions game, I am laser focused. Really? Like no talking? Mm-hmm. No talking. Be quiet. No talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to watch the game. <laughs> you get a text and you throw your phone yes. across the room. Yeah. Right. We got to get out of here. John from Livonia knew the Irish brought Halloween to America. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh interesting thing the celts you know you can you can kind of put that all together okay 
All right. Good luck to all of your favorite teams. And we will talk to you guys next Saturday. Happy trails.